Checking my binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. I've done jack shit this week. Well, you did research on this topic. I did right? research. I slept and I played a couple games of X-Wing and that's it. I mean, I did research on this topic too, which was double checking that there's magic cards. No, those are noggles. I, as I said, tangentially. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about buying doggles, but then I don't have a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> so before we get to today's topic, let's go back to a... Uh, an old, a newer segment that still doesn't have a name. Okay. Where we talk about a hero. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because we didn't get enough into Ivan T. Sanderson last week. Oh, yeah. No, Wait, he's... hold on. Refresh my memory. Uh, Ivan T. Sanderson is the guy like that created. Uh, he's like the old the old guy, right? Like the old, old guy? He's the guy who saw the Alito. Okay, yes. But he is also one of the founders of cryptozoology. He coined the phrase cryptozoology. Okay. What was the refresh my memory? I'm sorry. The guy who created, I, I want to call it Nest, but it's not that. Gust. Gust. Right? Oh, that's um Jan o- Texas Ova right. Sundberg. Yes. Okay. That's Sundberg. Okay. Now I remember. So <laughs> this man, he was born in uh, 1911 in Scotland, in Edinburgh, in January 30th. He died uh, 1973, February 19th in New Jersey. Wow. Which was his adopted home. <laughs> I love the idea of just a dyed-in-the-wool Scott moving from Edinburgh <laughs> to New Jersey. World traveler, too. He had an MA in botany and an MA in ethnology. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I think ethnology is, like, now under the umbrella of, uh, what do they call it? Um, like, cultural anthropology? Yeah. So, I... I there's the first lo- like little chunk of the biography section is why I even wanted to bring him up again. Born in Scotland, Sanderson traveled widely in his youth. His father, who manufactured whiskey professionally, was killed by a rhinoceros while assisting a documentary film crew in Kenya in 1925. <laughs> Did not know that. Wow. All right. The plot thickens uh, and case closed. And he vowed I'll get revenge one day. And he went to college... He became famous, claiming to have seen uh, Alitio uh, after being attacked by a creature he described as the granddaddy of all bats. Wow. Which is a line I forgot to include in the last episode. That's funny. He conducted a number of expo- expeditions as a teenager and young man into tropical area, era, areas, fuck me, uh, gaining fame for his animal collecting as well as his popular writings on nature and travel. During World War II, Sanderson worked for British naval intelligence in charge of counter-espionage against the Germans in the Caribbean. <laughs> what? <laughs> then for the British security coordination, finally finishing out the war as a press agent in New York City. Afterwards, Sanderson made New York his home and became a naturalized U.S. citizen in the 1960s. Wow. Sanderson lived in Knowlton Township in northwestern New Jersey before moving to Manhattan. He died in 1973. Wow, what a hero. Uh, I'm going to skip his nature writing and media appearances. Truly this man embodies the spirit of America. And I'm going to go straight to his cryptozool, his paranormal work. Okay. Oh, uh, he wrote um, fiction books under the name Terrence Roberts. I thought you were going to say Terrence Stamp for a second. I was going to be, re- sorry, not Terrence Stamp, Terrence Malick. That's and what I, I was. And I was going to be very impressed. Yeah, it kind of changes Terrence Malick for the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tree of Life is garbage. 
But it's visually stunning, Alan. It's a feat for the senses. That is, that's a, yeah, that's a real tragedy there. I know. (laughs) Send to that rhino. Sanderson, the rhino's gone. (laughs) It's already done its work. That was his dad's life. (laughs) It haunts you, though. Sanderson was an early follower of Charles Fort. Uh, Later, he became known for writings on topics such as cryptozoology, a word Sanderson coined in the early 1940s. Wow. Uh, With special attention to the search for lake monsters, sea serpents, Mokele Mbembe, giant penguins, Yeti, and Sasquatch. I'm sorry, giant penguins? Uh, Go back to that one for a second. Is this like like a popular old-timey, you know? Our news break, giant penguins attack in the South Pole. Uh, This one's super short. I can, we can cover this one. Uh, after I finish this section. Okay. All right. In the meantime, you ever see those skeletons of a penguin recently? They're yeah. Popping up. Yeah. No. What? They're <laughs> all neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the, that. There's um. I thought I thought you were going to describe a I weird brought, penguin. No. No. I just thought it was. I brought up a book a while back. I don't remember the name of the book, but it's just art about a. Because uh, paleontologists and people, they have a problem with shrink wrapping dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Where like they just don't account that it might have had a bunch of fat or like muscle. So oh, it's yeah, just yeah. like this is especially a problem now. Yeah. So someone uh, membranes. The, the, the penguin. The penguin thing. Uh, someone drew like All right, the penguin thing got me thinking, and then they put a picture of like a. Brachiosaurus, yeah, and like just made it all fat. I'm like, yeah. that's that looks like it was real. Well, that's what's been happening with Spinosaurus uh, is that people have been getting really creative with it because we've never found like a like whole a whole and complete Spinosaurus skeleton. I guess yeah. only like oh. uh, four limbs, and so people thought that it was like, oh, it's just like big T Rex with like actual arms. But pe- some people have suggested that, like, well. We know that it was mostly aquatic. It could have had, like, you know, it, we know it had a sail. So what if it had a longer tail, since we don't really have much of that? What if it had, what if it was like a big reptilian elephant seal? <laughs> it could look completely different. Yeah. yeah. Sanderson founded the Ivan T. Sanderson Foundation in August 1965 on his New Jersey property, which became the Society for the Investigation of the Unexplained, Situ. Uh, that's, where the, that's where the X-Men come from, right? Like it's, I would literally in my head, I'm just hearing, just hearing that X-Men theme song, uh, gathering researchers. C2 was a nonprofit organization that investigated claims of strange phenomena ignored by mainstream science. And the whole time he knew that it was due to the awakening of the X-G in, in, yeah. among Homo superior. Sanderson was married twice. His wife, Alma, accompanied him in the travels, uh, discussed in... Caribbean treasures and living treasure. He died of brain cancer in New Jersey, which had become his adopted home. That's a real tragedy. As I said earlier, truly a man that embodies the spirit of America, you know, adventure exploration. So giant penguin hoax. The giant penguin is a creature allegedly seen in Florida during the 1940s. Nice. The legend has no scientific merit and is at least partly documented to have been a hoax. Wow. In 1948, several people reportedly finding large three-toed animal tracks at Clearwater Beach in Florida. Later, more tracks were found along the shore of the Suwannee River. Wow. S U W A A or S U W A or S U W A N N E E. Wow. Yeah, Suwannee. Yeah. Forty miles from the ocean. A young couple also reported having been harassed by a large creature that had risen from the ocean. Whoa. 
Were the was this young couple a pair of beatniks, Garrett? Because uh, you know I've had it just about <laughs> up to here with these beatniks. Um, forty-eight hoaxes. So I think a little, little before that. I mean, let's be honest. Beatniks have been with us forever. Right? The beatniks are eternal. I'm just flashing back to cave times and a drum circle. Exactly, dude. So I mean, it all started. No one had jobs then. Most man, uh, you know, uh, you think about it, right? It's that pastoral, primitive hunter-gatherer society, you know. Everybody's got little ponytails and scruffy beards. Weird stick figure drawings. Drinking their artisan water. Right? And they're like, dude, some guy's going to think we were tracking Buffalo and it's going to totally blow his mind. Yeah, no, they were definitely the first beatniks. <laughs> Luckily, most of man evolved past that. But, you know, tragically that, you know, it's just every so often you get that atavistic throwback. Yeah, never forget. We came from beatniks and posers. All right. You're a fool if you think you didn't. Let's get a today's featured creature. Okay. I, I genuinely thought, I'm just going to say this now, that Nuggle was a typo. <laughs> and so, like, I just assumed really we were talking. I did. I thought we. I just thought we were talking about the Noggle. So that's all that I looked into. I thought you were was like, oh, yeah, I know magic <clears throat> cards about that. No. I, I, I'm, just, I'm waiting to be I wish the Noggle was real because it's a donkey man. I know. There's only four Noggle cards? I think there are only four Noggles. They're all red, blue. Yeah. They're my boys. They are great. Noggle Bridge Breaker is surprisingly good. But no, we're not talking about the Noggle. We're talking about the Nuggle. Okay. It just it's, So Jim Henson invented these things, right? Also called the Noggle V, the New Eggle, the Shupulti, and the Shupiliti. Wow. Shupiliti's nice. What's the Shupiliti up to? Did you, one of those, you said Noggle V? Yeah, it's straight up Noggle with VI at the end. Any, oh, okay. So I no relation to Nucklevy. No. Okay. Actually, a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. This I'm thing. This now. A little bit. Okay. It's uh, from the Orkney Islands in Scotland. Because of course it is. It's a shapeshifter, but it's usually found in the form of a placid but magnificent horse. Like placid <laughs> but magnificent. Wow. Uh, with all uh, <laughs> its proportions are that of a um, generously fed and well-conditioned Shetland pony. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Noggles are a million percent just rip-offs of these. It's like, what if this but a donkey man? But that is a magnificent and placid little horse. Well, little exactly. Shetland pony? No, exactly. because they're not... Um, Noggles are like humanoid. This is no, straight I don't up horse. Shetland pony. Well, but it's a That's all that matters. Yeah. I'm not correcting you, Alan. You're 100% correct. I love those. I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's a shapeshifter. Just continue. Continue. Uh, it's never in human form, though. Well, well I mean, is, it, is it a donkey man truly human? Can we? I mean, you know, I mean, which feature of a human does it have? The fact that it walks upright and like the how its limbs work. Fatherless uh, biped. Whatever. If I have to come back, I want to be a Shetland pony. Hey, Let's talk about reptilian this glorious- creature with. Bird-like features. Like, why not? <laughs> and that's why the name not? of the show. Uh, so yeah, talk about this beautiful little boy. Its coat ranged in color from deep bluish gray to a very light, almost white gray. Uh, a Nuggle's tail, which resembled a wheel. Huh? The, the Nuggle's tail this looks like a wheel. It's just a big round, like... <laughs> I'm I'm thinking like Final Fantasy X, like Aeon, just like extra wings and junk just floating behind things. Just got a wheel back. Yeah, There's Bahamut no tail. Wheel. Exactly. A hundred percent. It just got the Bahamut wheel hanging off its butt. 
Uh, due to its weird tail, it usually only appears after the sun goes down. So you can't just look at it and be like, oh shit, that's not a horse. Yeah, yeah, it, understandably. It disguises itself with the sunset, just like the Red Baron. Okay, so, so far, this is very similar to a fuck ton of other Scottish creatures. Well, yeah. You know, animal, animal, animal wife, shapeshifter. It's similar to the each usage, the Nucklevy, <laughs> and the Kelpie. Yep. Its story is also very similar to the Kelpie, except for for some, it's um, unlike the, its evil counterparts, the Nuggle has a fairly gentle disposition, uh, being more prone to mischief and pranks. I was this actually kind of hoping this was going to be Scottish Tickbelong. No. That's a shame. It doesn't smoke cigars or wear bowler hats. <laughs> you guys are the ones that keep adding the bowler hat. He has to have it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just fucking imagine a tick belong in a white jumpsuit with like some fucking mascara on fucking yeah, eyelashes. Yeah, like little oh, no, 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 no. He's a he's a good boy. There'll be no singing in the rain for tick belong. God. I just imagine he's like a like a you know thirties, forties tough guy with like a mustache and a cigar and a bowler hat. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, uh, back in my day we worked hard. I don't know. I just, the knuckle. <laughs> Is always male, <laughs> really, <laughs> and nocturnal. <laughs> He's <a> man of the evening. <laughs> uh, it tries to trick passersby into mounting him, usually by pretending to be a tame and stand, <laughs> pretending to be tame and standing tranquilly at the side of a path. I, I'm just imagining I'm a very in. like Ren and Stimpy, just it's, like pony, just like leaning down butt in the air just like come on you don't want to go for a ride it's yeah I'm pretty totally much. cool it's like oh that horse is too good not to steal <laughs> well, i mean it just looks so fun i gotta go for a I'd ride i'd be leaving money on the table if i didn't steal that horse exactly <laughs> they expect you to steal some ponies you know it's normal <laughs> i hear the Orkney islands is lousy with ponies after after mounted he would make a beeline to the nearest deep water <laughs> drown everyone you know you just unlike his evil counterparts <laughs> So, um, yeah, so far it's exactly, exactly the Kelpie, except for the fact that the only difference between the Kelpie and the Nuggle so far is the Kelpie can stretch its body to fit more children on its back (laughs) and its skin is sticky. So you can't get off of a Kelpie. So the Nuggle, it does nothing I read, nothing I read about the Nuggle says you can't get off of it. Nuggle is just a cool guy. Double check the rules. No rule says you can't get off the Nuggle. No rule says a Nuggle can't play basketball. Good times. (laughs) Uh, Only magical beings called Finns were able to ride the Nuggle without coming to harm. Wow. All right. I got got a story on my phone. Really? It's really long. Did you say, real quick, did you say only magical beings called Finns? Yeah. Like F-I-N-N-S? Yep. Like Russia's neighbors, the Finns. Uh, I think it's short for Finn folk. Yeah, like Russia's neighbors. Sure. Right. They're magical beings. They hail from Finland. Yeah, dude. They hail from Denmark. It's yeah. a sub-level <laughs> continent under Denmark. Uh, Careful. As in has been, Mark. Don't let them know you know. When you say like sub, like below, like literally underground, right? That's what Master Shake seemed like he was talking it's about. It's like the shadow realm of Denmark. In his youth... Olav Larsen lost his friend Andrew Grot to a Nuggle. One evening, while they were on the Lord of er, the the road to Loch Brecken, uh, they came across a pony that appeared abruptly. 
Grot approached it without a second thought, whereas Larson was suspicious, especially when he saw the malice in the pony's eyes. <laughs> Zoom in and it's all like, <laughs> Larson tried to warn Grot to leave the pony, but Grot didn't listen and mounted it. The pony was, in fact, a knuckle. It immediately ran to the lock with Grot on its back and went in. Grot drowned. His body was recovered the next day. From, from then on, Larson carried a charm designed to ward off the Nuggle and told everyone he met about Grot's death. Like, could he just not swim? Among those, he told, <laughs> were his grandsons, Ratnus and Magnus. Well, Magnus didn't believe Olaf. Rat. Oh, there's a typo in here. Um, while Magnus didn't believe Olaf, Ramus <laughs> accepted his own charm. That's weird. Accepted his own charm to ward off the Nuggle, a lasso with iron studs. Ouch. Whoa. It seems like it would hurt. Hope it, the Nuggle kills this guy. In July 1876, I'm going to assume the first one was the typo, because every time it says uh, Ramus after, it has an extra S, so it's Rasmus. I mean, I like Rasmus, right? Rasmus yeah. D. Pettigrew, just traveling up the coast, selling his wares. In July 1876, Rasmus and Magnus were headed to their Aunt Cinny's home for medicine for Olaf when they saw an object that Rasmus had first thought was a piece of wood, but proved to be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> just like standing in the field? Well, it is a shapeshifter, so, you know. When they were close enough, Rasmus remembered the story of the Nuggle. Warned Magnus to avoid the horse, but Magnus didn't listen and like, mounted cool guy, the horse. Guys, it's fine. The horse was a nuggle. He's <laughs> like not all nuggles, right? You know. And immediately ran off towards Lake or Lock Bracken. <laughs> Magnus couldn't get off, and Rasmus couldn't catch up. Nor could he use the charm Olaf had given him. Panicked, Rasmus threw his lucky stone at the nuggle, hitting it. <laughs> his lucky stone? <laughs> what all? What all Scotch-born Norwegians carry with them? Their lucky stone. In pain, the nuggle tossed Magnus off his back into the river. Once Rasmus confirmed that Magnus was okay, he threw the charm on the nuggle, a thin lasso with iron studs in which the nuggle proved vulnerable. No. Ras no. Rasmus and Magnus dragged the nuggle no. to the standing stones on the beach where they chained it up and then Gunhild came and beat it. No! <laughs> Gunhild's no. return. Uh, I don't like this one. To where they chained it up. Then they went to Aunt Simmy's, but didn't say anything about the Nuggle. Magnus asked to be <laughs> Magnus asked to be the one who told Olav, in part as an apology. Rasmus agreed. The next morning, both went out to the stones and saw the chain empty. However, Magnus confirmed that the Nuggle had died in the sunrise, Aww. reduced to a gelatinous blob. Fuck. They found a globster, dude. Maybe maybe the Nuggle's the first globster. Oh, I completely... We still have to do Globster Fest. We're going to have Globster Fest, but I'm just tragically broken now. But I, mean, I love Globster, so it's What fine. if the whole thing was a ruse? The Nuggle was fine. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, yeah, like, this oh, thing, it hurts jelly. so much. Please don't take me to the beach. Ah. It just sloughed off a bunch of its skin. and Exactly. It's just like as soon as like, nobody's looking at it. And forms to immediately drown people into the river. Well, I mean, One you know, you figure later. what's the deepest body of water? The ocean. They just helped it. They got it closer to its goal. So there are some theories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parents uh, making up an excuse so their kids don't go near the water. Yeah. Uh, drunk people drowning. 
Well, I mean, it's in you know, you know, near and then fallen angels, you know, uh huh. Fallen angels. All right, hold on. You can't just because this. I mean, that's the same. (laughs) That's the same theory for a lot of things. Where it's like Uh, any fake fake creature, any fake creature, uh, fallen angel is a fallen angel. Aliens, extra dimensional dogs, uh, fallen angel. That's the theory for every single. uh, Well, yeah, uh, you know, literal demon. Yeah, 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 no. I mean, I. It's no. It's an angel that didn't take a side in the war between heaven and hell. Okay, so it's a Mormon black person. Yes. Okay. All right. As long as we're, I just, I gotta, I, you know, as long as we're clear that the Mormons think black people are like half demon. No, they did. Until like wanna, 78. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah, no, I know. And then they were like, well, but you still can't join the priesthood because you've had enough struggle. And just don't, don't get me started. Uh, can it be the hippo? I don't care. I don't want to know. I mean, honestly, here's the thing, right? Like it is a hippo. <laughs> it is a water horse. Yeah. It both literally and in like the fact that it could just shapeshift. I think it, I think a hippo can beat it because no. the fight would be long and drawn out. They would be evenly matched, but then the sun would rise. Uh, I know. Yeah. Well, I, but we're also assuming that that wasn't a ruse. Like, how do we know any of these rules are hard and fast? Mm, you're right. Gunhild should have showed up. No, I don't. <laughs> that's the, that's going to be the final boss. Could Gunhild beat, beat Gunhild? <laughs> Could Gunhild beat a hippo? I mean, I we already decided. Idea. Yes. In yes. that episode. I just, I love the idea of just a human being that is like, so sea serpent, give me my club. It's going okay. down. I need, I need, uh, you people are the, the people listening, people. our fans, our creatures. Um, I'm going to try to make like a, black metal album name for Gunhild. Would you guys want that as a sticker? I, I mean, I want it as a sticker. So yeah, do it. <laughs> you do it. All right. We'll see what, we'll see what I can do about that. <laughs> Let's both do it. Okay. Oh, so it's a contest. Yeah. And then they can uh, vote I'll on throw the it in too. I'll cool. One. Okay. Well, I'll make our, <laughs> just the name. I mean, I already know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so no, I'm going to be so mad if somebody steals this, but okay. But don't tell us. I won't. All right. Uh, yeah, I think it can. I, I don't. I think a hippo can beat it. I, 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 I don't because it it could shape shift into a hippo. It, it's the same as a hippo, but magic. That's all I'm saying. They're like it's and it objectively has better, and it's got a wheel for a tail. Checkmate, dude. I mean, it can turn into a hippo, but it doesn't have any extra powers other than shape shift. Like it's like a Mischief hollow hippo. It's like it's got to like explode its mass into the shape of like not, the size not of even a hippo. that. It could straight up like become like a one-to-one copy of a hippo with a wheel tail, but it's smarter than a hippo. Is it? Yes. Is it mischief? Almost certainly. Yeah. You know, yeah, but what's one step above mischief, pure bloodlust. I mean, it's got both. It just immediately drowns people. There are only a few animals that we know of that like have like the, like biological capacity for mischief. The humans, dolphins, and some species of whale. Like that's it. Great apes. They can't do it. Yeah, but chimpanzees can have actual warfare. Hey, that's true, but I don't know that that's mischievous warfare. No, no, it's a step above mischief. It's bloodlust. It, I just no, mischief. Is I don't above think all it's above. I think it's it's more to the side. No, know? mischief is the final cognitive like manipulation of the reality. If, if here's the thing, right? If you can understand mischief, you, you it's because you understand nihilism. Yeah, and I don't think uh, that's why. Like, I don't think that bloodlust is above it. Because if you have bloodlust, it means you care. No, uh, I don't think a hippo cares, though. I mean, it it doesn't have pity. (laughs) I agree with you on that. But, like, I don't know. I just like the Nuggle. I like the Nuggle also. 
But if it was a Kelpie, I'd say a Kelpie could beat. Why? A, why does Kelpie beat a hippo? Kelpie has actual powers. It, uh, it, like Kelpie gets sticky and just wrap around him. Yeah, just roll with it. He grows super long. <laughs> just roll with it. It has other powers, which we'll cover when we do a Kelpie episode. Uh, okay. All right. You know what? Yeah, I mean, you guys can out- outvote me. You know, we can be. I think drawing. I'm the losing one. I think you guys think it can beat a hippo, which I, is how it's a, it's a vote I, system. I so. hope so too. So, I, you know, so check it's, me. it's in the books as it can beat a hippo. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good to finally get a win. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I love this, this little guy. Plug emendations. Yeah. I remembered it. You know, it, all this fervent arguing over hippos is actually giving me something I really want to plug. I stumble upon a very heartwarming series of videos about a hippo at the, I think it's the Cincinnati Zoo uh, by the name of Fiona. And uh, she was born like six weeks premature. Oh, the little murderer I sent you guys. And uh, did you? I didn't I didn't see it. I'm, I feel bad now. But yeah, no. Brutally slow. Uh, well, I mean, she did. I mean, I don't know that she's actually murdered anything yet, but she turned out okay. Yeah. It, they were, you know, it's kind of like the first hippo raised by people that's been like successfully reintroduced, like back to hippos. So it's oh, kind of a, kind of a big deal. Adorable. Yeah. No. Super. Super adorable. There's like that clip when they introduced her to her mom, and she's just, like literally crawling in her mouth, <laughs> which apparently is what hippo babies do. That they, like most animals, they use their mouth as we would our hands. And so there's like a ton of clips. We're just like literally chewing on her mother's mouth. And it's very funny. So that is my plug, a baby hippo from Cincinnati. Uh, my plug will be our, the poll that's going to be going on for the next three weeks on our uh, Twitter. Uh, we're pulling for what monster should be our 100th episode. Oh, oh yes. Uh, right now at the time of the recording, two. it's um, between Yeti, Mothman, Chupacabra, and the Jersey Devil. Okay. So we're doing, so famous ones. Yeah. Yeah. For our 100th Big episode. Deal boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, what we're going to do is after this vote's finished, we're going to do one. That's just the three of them, the three with the most votes. Okay. That way we'll, we'll like, have like a finals and then we'll do one more after wins. that. Okay. Yep. Uh, right now the Yeti and Mothman are in the lead. Uh, Chupacabra is in third place and the Jersey devil is in last. I don't know if I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, say Yeti was winning for a while and really? the other three were tied. You know, I like Yeti because there's so much on it. It's got such a rich cultural history. There's a lot on the Chupacabra also. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one too, actually, because Chupacabra yeah. varies. I'd, I'd love to hear your take on it. Yeah, well, you know, we can go into kind of the, the I guess it wouldn't be the taxonomy, but that, the, and you know, hypothetical phylogenetics. We can just finally re- resurrect the Chupabuka. I know. I got it. <laughs> Got my mic. Full the so chupacabra and the chalupa cobra. Try to introduce the chucho cobra into the vernacular and see if it sticks. But I don't know that it will. Yeah, it will. It'll be the the current active poll. Will be my the pinned tweet on our Twitter at Fecre. F-E-A-C-R-E. Okay. <laughs> Alan. Yeah. Uh, last week on the forced exposure, whatever I saw the my favorite album cover of this. Kind Dracula yes. playing a flute. Oh, yeah. And I've been listening to that album nonstop because I have issues, clearly. Uh, the Mystery Kindaichi Band, The Adventure of Kosuke Kindaichi. Yeah, it's a soundtrack to a detective novel or something that never existed. <laughs> oh, really? They did the, the same thing Kiss did? Yeah. Well, I think I think The Elder was supposed to exist. <laughs> really? Yeah, but it, like it failed and they still went with it anyway. I don't know. But this wow. ain't about that. I'll, well, that's how the next episode. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> No, no, I mean, those, the Gene, the Gene Simmons audiobooks, he trashes the other members. Those are, those are worth whatever time. It's like, yeah, titles are like 
Peter Chris is a no good lying junkie with no talent. And like the other one's <laughs> yeah, like Ace Freely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ace Freely's a tone deaf lying <laughs> Nazi or something. Oh. But yeah, just having someone talk like this, just explaining how they are incompetent and how he's a fool. He could have copyrighted the lightning bolt thunderstrap. Like, I don't know. He, he goes on and on about how Ace Freely has ruined every opportunity. And well, I mean, you know, good. if there's anything that Gene Simmons is good at, it's at the self-promotion and marketing. Oh, yeah. But like that's, I mean, just like Kiss as a merchandising Except phenomenon. Except when he got kicked off just... for his book lately. Really? Yeah, he, he got trouble. banned from the Fox News station. Wow. <laughs> Oof. It's pretty oh, good. We forgot to do a part of the hero segment. Oh, really? What's the, okay. Um, if we choose to put them in our our Hall of Fame. Well, of course we are. I mean, nope. The man invented the word, uh... Which one? Uh, cryptozoology. Yeah, cryptozoology. There we go. I was I like <laughs> going through words in my head like fee fee not fee not that one. Stop it, brain. Okay, so so far our our Hall of Fame is Tony Doc Shields, Ivan T. Sanderson, and Jen Texas Uva Sundberg. That's our Mount Rushmore right there. And Gunhild is just around. <laughs> oh, that's true. Gunhild Gunhild's, definitely belongs in there. Gunhild lives in our heart. I mean, she's the Slayer of Beasts. Truly a, a, a Tolkien esque hero. <laughs> New logo, just Gunhild clubbing <laughs> all of indeterminate the- animal in the head. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, you guys should uh, send us an email. But what were you going on about our, our Hall of Fame? Oh, no, no. Uh, I was asking if we were going to put it, uh, Ivan T. Sanderson into it. Oh, I okay. made an executive decision. Yeah, yeah, I, just, no I, I spoke for all of us. All right. Uh, so you should send us an email. FeaturedCreaturePod at gmail.com. Uh, or hit us up on Twitter at Feecre, F-E-A-C-R-E. And check out our Patreon. Just check it out. <laughs> God, for the low, for the lowest tier, you can get bonus episodes, and then you can see what the other tiers give you. I'm not going to say the whole thing this episode. <laughs> and remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. I just love the Nuggle.